We are discussing the enemies of Am Yisrael. And the whole the point was because of their wrongful conception of the way the world works, they will not benefit. I mean, they will not be able to see Borei Olam's hand in the case of the destruction of Am Yisrael, yes. which is good for us yes. because now we won't be destroyed. Yes. So now sure. he's going to go. the 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 song is going to describe uh, the 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 sinfulness of the goyim in in flowery and nice poetic ways. Okay, I mean. It, it's nice for us. It's not nice for them. Okay, Pasuk 32. Pasuk Lamed Bet. Ki megefen sedom gafnam umishadmot amora anavemo inneverosh ashkelot merorot lamo. Their gefen, what's gefen? Uh, vineyards. Their vineyards, right, are like the vineyards of Sedom. Umishadmot amora. What is amora? Gomorrah, Gomorrah. Yeah, Gomorrah, exactly. Yes. Sodom and Amorah. Yes. Okay, so their vineyards are like the vineyards of Sodom, and their Shadmot are like fields or something. Mm-hmm. And their fields are like the fields of Amorah. Anavemo in Neverosh. Now, what is Anavemo? What is a Memvav at the end? Of them? Of him? Of him. So, like typically, it, exactly, it means like Shiloh. Now, typically, you would say. Um, uh, you would say ana, anavo. Anaveo. Anaveo. Oh, anavo. anavo, right? What's anavemo? So that's the poetic way of saying them. You see it in Tehillim a lot. You see yeah. it in the in the songs a lot. So anavemo inneverosh. Their grapes are the grapes of like poison or sourness oh, or poison. bitterness. Ashkelot mirorot lamo, and their clusters of grapes are bitter. bitter. Right, the, the, are bitter for them. Hamat yenam. The, this is interesting. Their wine is like the poison of a venomous snake. Virosh pitanim achzar. And I don't know how to translate virosh pitanim. A peten is a type of snake. vipers. Right, exactly. A peten is a type of snake, so virosh is a type of poison. So virosh pitanim Achzar, and like the poison of a cruel peten, of a cruel Vi- snake. Yeah. It's a, some kind of a snake. Yeah, Vi- exactly. Vi- a viper. Okay. Pasuk Lamed Dalid. Halohu kamus imadi chatum beotzerotai. And it is therefore laid up in store with me. Kamus, it's like uh, I'm gathering it, right? Kamus imadi chatum beotzerotai. It's locked up in my... In my treasure area, in my in my um, storage houses. So, what is this referring to? What is Borei Olam saying? But and this is this is Borei Olam talking. Okay. Yeah. So, what is he referring it's to? It's a question here, no? The thirty. No. No, not a question. It's not. That's it's not he, a question. He, rea- he realized. He revealed to me. It's real. Like realized. No. He, 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 so I I think the idea here is that Borei Olam is saying the sins of the goyim, meaning when Am Yisrael is being destroyed and is suffering. The sins of the goyim are gathering, and they're in my storehouse, you know, and I have them ready. And whenever the time comes I'm that gonna, I need, I'm use them. right? And when oh. the time comes, that's kind of what the song is going to say. No, but I meant question. It's it's in the form of a question mark. Like, is it not revealed with me? Sealed in I don't, y- you know, I you know, like okay, in a poetic way, right? Mm-hmm. So the way the reason it's translating it like that is because of the hey. 
So the the hey, whenever you have a hey at the beginning of a word, it's often it's often because it's it's asking a question. It's called the hey hashela, and the question here is: Is this hey hello who kamusni madi? Is that a hey hashela? I personally, based on this context, I don't uh. think it is a question hey, um, but they translated it like that. But so I, there are obviously opinions that say it is. But um, the, I think you it's know, not a real question. Do you know, do you know where? By the way, do you know where we saw Hea Sheila in the song? You go Again, to it's the. Again, it's only used in the songs. Yes. Right. I when mean, the Hea Sheila uh, is used in prose, not in poetry. So in that's what, why in what? prose, prose, meaning in normal, in normal writing. In um, here it says sealed in my treasure. So, for so, example, uh, it says Haaf umnam eled when Sarah uh, hears that she's going to give birth, she says. Ha'af umnam eled v'ani zakanti. Is it possible that I could give birth? That's, a, that's that I'm old. Ha'af umnam with the hey at the beginning. Is it possible that I could give birth? Right. Also here. It's like uh, an exclamation. More of an exclamation. Ex- it's a question. It's a question mark with an exclamation. I think it's a. It's an exclamation, yeah. but if, posed. Yes. So if you look at question right, style. exactly, so exactly. Almost like the Pasuk Vav of our song. It says the if the song the kids uh, they do bad, they they cause destruction, it's a, a twisted generation. Are you gonna blame it on God? Amna Valvelo Chacham. It's more of an exclamation. Question, it's a question it's a that's making a point. Right? Exactly. Ma, or maybe a test. At least the examples I've given you so far have not been real questions. Like, Is it possible that I'll give birth? I mean, it's not like a question that's seeking an answer. No. no. It's, it's a question. It's an exclamation. It's, 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 exclamation. A, it's an exclamation posed as a question I, I like form. That. I, need to, no, I need to think of more examples. It's poetic, even in poetry. No, because we've like only this. we've only seen three. Like yeah, you have yeah, a you're doubt. Right. You have a doubt. It's a doubtful expla- ex- a, a, a question ex- exclamation. We've only seen two two, exa- two examples. So I want to see a couple of more before you make that claim. But more interesting is yeah, why it says sealed in my treasures. That means it's all of these like, averot are sealed in my treasures. It's almost like when we I say miel kamocha. It's also a bad translation. Otsarot just means uh, storehouses. So these are okay. So that's so the sins the, are just put away in God's storehouse. Yes. Yeah, it's like it's like almost like when we ask miel kamocha. Of course, we know that there is nobody. Yeah, like yeah, kamocha. of course. I know, I know. It's a I, question, I know, but it's I know. It's not I know, a real question. It's more of an exclamation. I know a, what you're trying to say. It's a doubtful. I know what you're trying to say, but it's a poetry form yeah it's yeah yeah for sure, beautify, here, for sure here beautify the song i know i know what you're trying to say i just don't know based on three examples that we've seen if that's enough to make the claim that that's always the case um, right so i definitely here it's being used like that and why is he uh, so much on the grapes why is he like explaining what is he going to do to them by using grapes as no, a form? it says that they they come they're they, grapes they're, it's a it's a very used metaphor you know in tanakh Whenever, um, whenever Am Israel is being described as like going off and, and sinning, there is a metaphor called the kos hatar the cup of poison. It's a very classic metaphor that Am Israel drinks from the cup of poison. It seems like 
grapes and wine are, are a metaphor used for like behavior yes. very often throughout it, Tanakh. It guides your behavior. Right. And also also because it has a major impact on the way a person behaves just by the intoxicating effect. Yes. But, it, but, but the, the drinking the cup of poison is a very classic Tanakhic metaphor, you know? I, I mean, I, I could see there, there were, the society was very... Uh, wine was the main drink, right? So definitely used, used in poetry. Mm-hmm. They used to swim in wine. That's why they used to swim in wine, yeah. literally, wine, or, or no? They were drinking so much it was. Like oh yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> oh, I, thought, I thought I thought they had like a. Like they I thought there was like a, it was like a minhag to swim in wine. Okay, <laughs> that's why out of all the the only wine is when you want to make a promise to Hashem, you want to become. Kiddush Hashem. The wine is the, the one. The wine is. The, Wait, you're saying for Nazir? Yes. Uh, okay. See, so Olam keeps the sins in his storehouse. And then he says, For me is vengeance and payback, says Hashem. The, at the time, whenever their foot stumbles, because the day of their destruction is approaching, and the futures of them will come rapidly. Very fast. So you see what's going on. Borei Olam keeps us alive because they couldn't understand it would have been a chilul Hashem. And then as Borei Olam, the Goim are punishing us and causing us the, all the suffering, Borei Olam is gathering their sins and he's keeping them, keeping count in his storehouse. And then the second the Goim, their, it's time, their time of destruction comes and their foot falters, now Borei Olam turns into the God of Vengeance, okay? Ki adin Adonai Ammo ve'al avadav itneham Ki ki az latyad ve'efes atzur ve'azuv Because God judges His nation ve'al avadav itneham and He will have, uh, he will have a, let's, you could say, like a change of heart regarding His people, meaning He will, he will be, uh, he will, he will be less... Uh, angry at his yes. people. When does that happen? When does Borei Olam lose the anger at us? When he sees that our Yad has gone. What is Yad? Yad means strength. Like Hayad Adonai Tiktsar. Can the arm of God, is it, be, can it be short? Is it too not strong enough? Yad is always a reference uh, to strength. Um, there's another reference. It's... Um, Whenever it's talking about the Brachot in Parashat Kitavo, it says, and you will have strength. And it says, and your hand, your hand will have strength. Also so, in Pesach. Yeah, exactly. And they went, and Al-Sushan. so it, the arm is always a metaphor for, uh, for strength. So when he sees that Am Yisrael loses their strength, and there will be nothing, they will be locked up, and they will be forgotten. That's when Borei Olam will have a change of heart, and he will say, huh, time to judge for my people. Now when Borei Olam is judging when they, for his when, people, when, when it's the meaning... When the Jews are at the lowest point, practically. Yeah, exactly. The lowest point, when they're at the lowest point, then Borei Olam says, Hashem. ah, okay, time to fix them. Time to judge the Goim for all of their sins. Ve'amar e'elohemo, tzur chasayuvo, so now, I, I, okay, this part is difficult to translate. Ve'amar, and it will be said, or, mm-hmm. and he will say. Yes. 
Elohimo. Maybe it's God talking, but it's not clear. But Amar, and he will say, Elohimo, where are their gods? Tsur Hasayuvo, the rock, the rock that in whom they trusted. So who is this referring to? Who is talking? It's not clear. No, I, I personally think. I think is the Hashem is saying that this is what the enemies are saying. Ah, no, no, no. I, I'm thinking something else. I think Boreolam is saying when he's destroying the nations, he's saying, "Ah, where are their gods? Yeah, where are the gods of the nations? Ah, okay, 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 okay. Their god of the exactly. Uh, where are their gods now? <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's exactly. I, th- I think that's how I like to translate it. I was studying with, with my brother on Oshana uh, and we came to that conclusion as the best well, way. Kujan, Chironemia. Right. This is very deep. I mean, this Whoa. is a lot of... Uh, yeah, but you can anger. But you, but you can translate this two different ways. Of course, yes. 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 And it's probably purposeful as well. Yes. The ambiguity is, is yes. often purposeful. It's yeah, like, nice. you want to hear something Ash- interesting? Um, do you know at the end of, what was it, last week's parasha, in Vayelech, and it feels like three weeks ago, but um, at the end of Vayelech, it says, It says, write down this song and give it to Am Yisrael, put it in their mouths. So, according to Halakha, what is that, this pasuk talking about? According to Halakha, the Peshat is referring to Shirat Azinu. According to Halakha, that is the source text it says, that everybody must write his own Sefer Torah or buy a Sefer yes. Torah throughout his life or yes. help create, uh, correct a Sefer Torah. So the, the Rishonim asks, why is it, why are we learning the Halakha of writing a Torah from a description of the Torah as a Shira, as a song? And, these, and they say the reason, well, one of the reasons, uh, more, one of the more uh, recent rabbis said a nice Perushan, he said, because the Torah has so many layers of interpretation that it is like poetry. It is almost like poetry. That even the non-poetic parts, meaning the not are the poet. songs, are they're poet. poetic because of how many layers of depth yes. they have. Yes. Now, whenever we get to, to, to Parashat Bereshit, you don't know how excited I am. There, you're going to see how many layers and layers and layers of interpretation there are to these to these pieces. It's like just just according to the Peshat, just according to the simple interpretation, you you can be dumbfounded by the by the. You know, what, what happens in the Torah is like, there are, one story will have like six different storylines running through that story at the same time. Right. And you could read the story, like let's say the story of Cain and Hevel, right? So you could read the story as a story of brotherly hatred. You could, re- you could read it as a story of the first murder. You could read it from the vantage point of... Mercy to... Of, uh, sorry. You could re- you could read it uh, from the vantage. What was another rent, uh, thing you could read it? You could read it from the vantage point of like the 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 jobs that they had, the kind of work that they did. Meaning, one of them was a shepherd, one of them was what what implications were there, and then each one of these it run, has like a different theme that runs through the entire story, and you could see it from so many different lenses. So whatever we'll we'll get, so we'll get there whenever it's so. Uh, that was, uh, yeah, so this pasuk that says, Ve'amar could probably be ambiguous, but I think it is the, the one, someone is talking about the goyim and is saying, where are their gods, the ones that they, that they uh, took refuge in? That they have the fat of, they had the fat of their korbanot, of their sacrifices, that they would eat. And they would drink the wine of their libations. Let them get up and help you. 
let them be protection over you. Right, so you could interpret this as the goyim taunting yes. Hashem, or you yes. could interpret this as we are taunting the goyim after the goyim, the destruction starts to befall them. And then Hashem says about Am Yisrael, He says, look now, I am the one. And there's no God besides for me. I cause death and I bring life. I put pressure, I cause pain, and I also am the one that brings healing. And there's nobody who could save from my hand. So that kind of sums up the entire song of Ha'azinu, which is trying to train Am Yisrael in the art of seeing Borei Olam as the cause of the bad as well as the good. As opposed to the Goyim who only think their gods are good. bringing good. And if it's bad, it's another god. Or if it's bad, it's their, it's, uh, their god is dying. He's, right. he's lost. Oh, wow. Right. Uh, should we just finish the song? No, we finish the song tomorrow, Bezir Hashem. Um, the, the end, let's see what happens at the end. The end is a little bit repetitive. And it just shows, it's just Borei Olam talking about his ability to destroy the Goyim. We'll finish the song tomorrow, Bezir okay. Hashem, and then we'll finish, uh, we'll do the rest of the, the parasha as well, where it goes back to the story of Moshe. Okay. Baruch Adonai Lulam. Amen, amen. Amen, amen. Zag Baruch, Domachishara.